0: Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah,
1: the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's sake. Thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's good to be with you this this day. And if you were with us yesterday, you know we started talking about the subject, In the Beginning God. And when we read those words and hear those words, we must realize that that does not pertain to time as we know it, because God is timeless. And if we realize that in the beginning God, and we come to the knowledge of who he is, everything we are, everything we do, and everything we say must have as its beginning God. And he being so different than we are, We must adjust our lives, align ourselves to the way he is, and see things the way he sees them.
2: Junie? Yes, and so many times, Shelley, we can try to be like uh, we know we should be, which can be very frustrating. But if we yield our life and our heart and ask the Lord to change us into his image, we will begin to see as the Lord sees, because he'll show us that, Shelley. And I know that you want to talk about this week an aspect of that in how we think of strength. And it's amazing that in uh, our weakness, God is made strong. And so many times, Shelley, we want to be independent and strong in our ways, and that hinders us from allowing God to transform us. But when we acknowledge to the Lord our weakness in areas or our fear or our trembling, it's in that condition that God can then intervene and change our hearts with His strength and His life.
1: Amen. So we're going to look, as Junie just said, on the aspect of strength and see that in the beginning, our strength must come from Him. Yesterday we looked at four portions of the Psalm 84, and I'd like to read verses 4, 5, 7, and 12 as an introduction again. Verse 4, How blessed are those who dwell in thy house! Verse 5, How blessed is the man whose strength is in thee! Verse 7, They go from strength to strength. And verse 12, O Lord of hosts, How blessed is the man who trusts in thee! So we see there's an intimacy that David speaks about in the Lord, and he recognizes that strength must come from God. In the beginning, it was his strength that allowed David to go on. And actually, our salvation started in our weakened condition, even though we didn't realize it. Because in Romans 5, 6, as we said yesterday, the word says, For when we were still without strength, In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. And I believe, Junie, we closed yesterday's program by quoting Zechariah 4.6. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. If you have your Bibles now, turn with us to Isaiah chapter 41. Isaiah 41, and we're going to be looking at verses 8, 9, and 10. Again, keep in mind... We're showing the difference between having something originate with us or have something originate in God because we're we're talking about in the beginning God. Isaiah 41, beginning at verse 8. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, descendant of Abraham, my friend, you whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its remotest parts, And said to you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and not rejected you. Verse 10. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You know, Junie, we know that God is talking to Israel. And it was an encouraging word to Israel But this is an encouraging word to all of us who are born-again believers. And we see in these verses, especially verse 10, there's a progression of the strength coming from God. Obviously, it starts out by saying, fear not. So there must have been some fear in the hearts of the people of Israel. And sometimes we fear because of situations. But God's first encouraging word in Psalm 10 was, do not fear, I am with you. And then it gets stronger, because in the second part of that verse, he says, I will strengthen you, surely I will help you. Again, at first it was, don't fear, I'm with you. But now God takes a a deeper position and says, I will strengthen you, surely I will help you. And then God goes even further. We see the epitome of the strength that God will show us when he says, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So it went from do not fear to I will uphold you with my right hand. And when we recognize our own weakness, it opens the door for the Lord to come and strengthen us and show us his power. That's why we're saying in the beginning God will strengthen us. Our weakness opens the door for God's strength to come into our lives.
2: And we see Shelley in Psalm 138 verse 3. On the day I called you, you, I'm sorry, on the day I called, you answered me. You made me bold with strength in my soul. So we see here, David called upon the name of the Lord and God answered him and made him bold and gave him strength in his soul. And you know, Shelley, we don't know what David prayed. We don't know what his fears were in this particular verse, but we do see that when David, who was king of Israel, cried out to the Lord, that God answered him and he made him bold and put strength in his soul.
1: You know, Junie, that points out something very important uh, in the realm of our prayer life. Sometimes we pray and are asking for a specific thing, probably out of something that we want or a difficulty that we can't get out of where you can cry out to God. But I I think I look back in my life, Junie, and say so often I've asked for a specific thing and I didn't receive it because God doesn't give us necessarily what we want, but what we need. So in the verse that you just read where David called out, We don't know what his prayer was, but the very fact that he was able to give boldness to David and allowed him to continue on in that condition. We don't know if his condition that he cried out for was taken away, was dealt with, but the very fact that there was an answer from God, maybe not the one David wanted, but God gave him strength to continue on. And that's the beauty of calling out to God and remembering, in the beginning, God. God knows how to answer. We know what to ask for, but God will take us through the process and give us strength to go through situations that we would like to rid ourselves of, but that's not necessarily God's way. So we need to see, in the beginning, God. And Junie, let's skip ahead to the end of the uh, Bible in Revelation 3. God has a word for the churches and in the particular case we're looking at chapter 3 in Revelation verse 8. He's speaking to the church at Philadelphia and God says I know your deeds behold I have put before you an open door which no one can shut because you have a little power in other words that, that church had a little power and have kept my word and have not denied my name. You know, right away, June, my thought is this. Even though we have a little power, even though we don't feel like there's much strength left in us, are we still going to keep the word of God? Are we still going to press on, even though we're weak, knowing that our strength is going to come from God? Because in the beginning, God. And if we go on and look at the scriptures further, it says, Behold, I will cause those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and are not, but he, but lie. Behold, I will make them to come and bow down at your feet and to know that I have loved you. All right? Here's a people that were weak. Verse 10. Because you have kept the word of my perseverance, I also will keep you from the hour of testing, that hour which is about to come, upon the whole world to test those who dwell upon the earth. I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have in order that no one take your crown. So here was God's encouraging word to a people, to a church that has kept his word, and yet they were weak. They had a little strength. Now look what happens if we persevere. Look what happens um, if we're not sure of what's going to happen, but our strength is going to come down from above. We see that in verse 12. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he will not go out from it any more. And I will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem which comes down out of heaven from my God and my new name. So here was a church that was weak. We just read that he had a little power, but they kept the word of perseverance They didn't, you might say, throw in the towel. They were persistent. They continued on. They pressed on. And what was the result? They became overcomers. And it says in verse 12, as I just read it, He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple. Junie, that should be a very encouraging word to all of us, especially for those who are feeling somewhat weakened even now.
2: It's true, Shelley, because God is our creator, and he promised in that verse that he will make us pillars in the temple. And so for every listener, for you and I, I pray that in our weakness, we will cry out for God to be our strength.
1: Yes, Lord. And
2: we would remember in the beginning, God, that everything begins with the Lord. And let our thoughts, let our hearts Let our deeds, let our words be words that begin with God. In other words, they come from the Lord. They would be pure words. Yes, Lord. They would be words from uh, our new heart. And for those listeners who don't know the Lord, take this opportunity and cry out and give the Lord your heart that he might come and live within your heart, give you a new heart, a new mind, and allow your weaknesses to be turned into his strength.
1: And in that weakness, we encourage you to be in the word and cry out to God. You might not feel like a pillar now, but because of who he is, we can become pillars in his church. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your strength. And we thank you, Lord, that if we confess our weakness, you could strengthen us so it would be... In the beginning, God, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' holy name. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252.